on All Flavours Radio. Little song here done by Lenny Williams. Good evening. How are you all doing out there in All Flavours land? Yes, you've come to allflavoursradio.com. And here in the studio today is Naturally Lily, and I'm Wimbo77. How are you doing, Naturally Lily? I'm good. Um, almost recovered from my whatever it was that I had. <laughs> it wasn't corona, I had to test. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> you see, I'm still really perplexed about that whole situation. And now, again, more or less almost on the brink of another lockdown. But yeah. let's... let's um, put it out there that it's not going to go that way mm. and that life can continue as normal, right? Let's hope so, let's hope so. Mm. So lots and lots to cover today. And I think the first the first subject that springs to mind is that social dilemma. On Netflix. On Netflix, yes. Someone, Ooh. a couple of people hit me up and said, oh, you've got to watch this, you mm. know. And I was very taken aback. I'm not sure if you guys out there have seen social dilemma let us know please let us know because i'd like your thoughts on it and you can mm. always call into the studio on 07895 134 713 to join in on the conversation so social dilemma it was it was made in 2020 it was an american docu drama yeah. which was quite interesting it was very it, interesting how they did it actually. yeah i liked i liked the whole way that they laid all that stuff out mm-hmm. and it was directed by jeff Olawoski and written by Olawoski, David Coombs and Vicky Curtis and it was really speaking about how social media has not mesmerised people but taken them over to a degree in the fact that it kind of watches us to what we're doing. I think that was part of it, but I think one of the major things, one of the major issues that they raised was the effect social media is having on our children. Mm. Um, and it was talking about how in things like um, television, for example, on certain channels, so like on kids' channels, they can't advertise certain things. Yeah. And after a certain time, they can start advertising things on other channels and stuff like that. Whereas when it comes to social media, because it's based off of algorithms, um, there's nothing in there that is a protection for children. And mm. they specifically mention things like YouTube kids. Now, yes, my children... <laughs> YouTube frequent watches of YouTube kids. Right. And I completely understood when they said that it... Because you still get adverts on YouTube kids. Right. And... What for all of the... um... It's not for children. Like, it's not directed directly... It's not directed at the child. But even though... Even still as well, the content... So say they might start off on Sesame Street ABC, for example... Mm. Somehow, they always end up back at a video you don't want them to watch. Mm, mm. And I don't understand how that And what kind of things are being advertised? Well, for me, because I'm... My algorithm clearly says I'm into trading. Mm. (laughs) It's a trading advert. Yeah. 
Yeah, and this is a thing because that was another thing that I got from it was that how the algorithm works and what they try and manipulate you into doing is that they try and let you become a click junkie. So you scroll, you're scrolling a lot. You're not really taking in any information and you come to something that is of your interest to you. Mm. And then you, I do all the time, so I'll see um, I'm into public speaking and all that kind of stuff. So because of that, I'll I'll get... um, lots of speakers coming up or do your consultancy agency coaching Mm. and all that kind of stuff. And I do, I must say I do click a few times, but of late I have been kind of limiting my time on social media, Mm. not just because of that social dilemma, but I've just, you know, been limiting that that. time. I feel like you can't limit your time on social media. I think when you have to look at it in certain, um, with a certain kind of mindset in the sense that some people have to be on social media because that's their job. That's what they used to do their work. Mm. Um, And they didn't really cover that. There was just kind of like, oh, I've always got my email, my Gmail open. I've always got this open. I've always got that open, which, yeah, there has to be a time when you switch off. Mm. Um, But I think there there was more importance placed on the ethical dilemma behind social media so like if there is certain things that um shouldn't come up on your feed or things that are there to grab your attention like the guy the young boy that was on it Mm. was basically on it because something came up that grabbed his attention and then it just kind of spiraled out of control but it is because of what's being fed into Mm. your feed like when I first started on Instagram for example I used to follow a lot of hair and beauty um on my other profile, a lot of hair and beauty things. And then as time went on, I started seeing more fitness um, associated. With hair and beauty? Not even with associated with hair and beauty, just like fit, um, workouts would come out and things like that because I may have Googled a gym or something mm. and then that's then fed into my that that gym crazy. that I joined. Then all of a sudden started being an advert on my mm. Instagram. Yeah. And then now... I'm into trading. Now, every other advert or every other subscription thing that comes up on mm. Instagram, even my Facebook, and I'm never on Facebook, it's like something to do with trading. trading. Because that is, that's come a big thing as well, the whole trading thing. But mm. what, what, what I found very interesting was the purpose that social media was made for. To unite people. To unite people mm. has become like a money-making, whole money-making uh, uh money-making industry industry yes and also just the manipulation because that young boy remember his mum said I, I, if you go a week without watching yeah, social media she'll fix his screen mm. and he went three days didn't he and yeah. then all the guys behind the scenes were saying we've got to get his attention got to get his attention and it was a girl in his class mm. that flagged up with mm. a love heart around it and bang he was back in it you know and then the, the lead on to that was that he ended up in yeah, some yeah but what was that thing it was like a protest weren't it yeah because i think it's interesting that you mentioned it was created to unite people mm. when actually a lot of the things that get shared now is not things they're not things that unite people a lot of no. the protests and all mm. this um police violence and all of that stuff because my friend made a point to me about the police brutality oh it's more visible now no it's more visible to a certain group of people yes. now because those are the people that 
like this programme was stating, that's who it's been directed at, because some people don't see that. Because The Guardian said it was a, it's a business model that alters the way we think, act and live mm. our lives. It has us heading towards dystopia. Mm. And that's what happened to the boy. And that sister saw him in trouble. She got out to try and help him. And then she, she ended in up in trouble well, yeah. for doing nothing wrong. Yeah. And is this the way that we're heading? Is it, is it really AI intelligence? It's an addiction. All of that? Yeah. It is. It is a form of addiction. Mm. I see it in my children. Like, every few minutes, they want to go and pick up the phone or pick up the tablet. Mummy, can we put the TV on and they want to watch YouTube on telly? So it's an addiction. But even for myself, Mm. I used to read a lot of books. I could read, like, three books in a week. (laughs) I think that's a lot. Um, And I started reading another book that I initially downloaded as an audio book. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to read this as an audiobook and whatever. And it was so hard to focus on the book mm. without thinking about what's going on with my Insta, what's going on with my Snap, what's going on with my trading oh, account. Wow. Like, I'm supposed to be focusing on reading this book, which mm. is actually better for me because it's there to... It's a, a, your... a self-development book. Yeah. But I couldn't focus because I was thinking about what was happening on my little... And you get, noti- you get a lot of notifications. Your your phone is always dinging. Yeah. And I, I noticed that, like, notification, you know, this was one of the things that the creator said. I mean, if you don't want to come off social the, media... Turn the notifications off, didn't Turn you? the notifications off. And then that's one way that you're not getting distracted because it is a distraction mm. as well. You're meant to be at work. And look at that now. We are in the studio here, but we have WhatsApp up <laughs> on the screens. <laughs> Yes. Like, you know, you can be working and still have WhatsApp up and not forgetting that it was Facebook that created this whole yeah. getting together thing. But now Facebook owns WhatsApp. Mm. Facebook owns Instagram. Mm. Right. So it, it, it is, it was, you know, even with you saying that George Floyd, yeah. you know, before it, it would have we'd would have been affected by it because we'd have seen it in the news. Mm-hmm. But at the levels that things have blown out, you know, have gone to. But would we have seen it on the news? We've seen it on the news because mm. someone's videoed it. Yeah, and posted it. And then it. it's gone viral. On? On social media. <laughs> yeah. But if that platform wasn't mm. there, would we have seen it on the media? Because remember we spoke about a couple of weeks ago how the media feeds us what they want to feed yeah. us. Yeah, We wouldn't have seen these things on, on the news. But now things are really out of control in the sense of, like, yes, we wouldn't have more than likely not seen that on world news, as it, you know. Mm. But also the fact of um, joining information during COVID. Yeah. All of the news and all the memes yeah. and all these things that were going around... What was true news? What was fake news? What was fake, yeah. You know, and there is just so much. It is a technological age and we need technology. I mean, to be able to even be broadcasting tonight is technological, technology, right? Yeah. But it's, it's so much so that it's actually taking, overtaking people's lives. Mm. You know, like you said, you, you, you try to enjoy your book. I really did try and enjoy you that book. <laughs> you know? So I'm going to go to my bed and I'm going to read my book and I just couldn't focus. It's really bad. Mm. It's really bad. It's, it is about learning how to switch off. But then I guess 
as well, it's one of those things that it's mind over matter. Yeah, you can turn your notifications off, but are you still going to be going and checking your phone every mm. five minutes? So it is as well. It's it's having that mental power mm. to be able to say, do you know what? I'm not going to check my phone first thing in the morning. I'm going to have my routine, wake up, brush my teeth, drink my tea, have my shower, do my daily rituals, and then mm. I'm going to check my notifications, whatever. And then in the evening, do you bring your phone into the bedroom? Mm. Yeah, because... Again, you're saying that do all your all your routine morning routine, mm. but even checking emails and all that stuff. I've, personally, I try to do it, mm. but this morning I I was on my phone and I yeah. posted to social media before eight o'clock. Mm. Like that's not good. This is you know, and really it's a matter of you know them saying. There, there was a young girl on there and she was doing all these funny faces with all the filters. They spoke yeah. about they spoke about how the girls want to look like a filter. Yeah. We can't look like a filter, guys, unless you you know. Do you know what really got me is when they was talking about the statistics when it comes to children self-harming themselves. Mm. And I was thinking, like, my oldest is going to be six and she quite... She loves TikTok. She likes TikTok. And... I thought, oh, no, I'm going to let her go on TikTok. She's not allowed to post anything. Um, she can go on TikTok and she has a timer on it. Mm. And then I was speaking to someone at work who said um, her daughter um, posted on TikTok, but the mum didn't know what she was posting mm. and it was singing along to these songs that the child don't know what the words of the songs mean. Yeah. And then they're going and seeing all these other people posting. And then sometimes my daughter says, oh, I want to have hair like that and I want to look like that and da 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 And you, as a parent, initially you don't really see the meaning behind it. Mm. But mm. then now in our day and age, because everything is so... I call it plastic. It's so plastic. Everyone has to look a certain way to be able to fit in. Mm. Actually, my six-year-old or my five-year-old, she's not six yet, my five-year-old, I do have to take into consideration what effect that is going to have on her mental yeah. state. Because I I recall her being here one day and she couldn't get hold of your phone, so she tapped it. I don't even know how she got past my... Oh, yeah. My, uh, what's it called? Your code. security code. And then, lo and behold, my Snapchat... She was all up in my feed, like... But you, you didn't know. even know she was on this, because I was I looking at my know. Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> you came up. And I was like... Oh, it's scary, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. And, like, yeah. a lot of these youngsters, they, they want to kind of be wearing certain things. Mm. And you don't know these, again, pedo central. Mm. Because TikTok, I think, was purely made for kids. But it's, it's, it's a funny platform yeah. used in the right way. Mm. But it can it's be a dangerous one as out well. Out of control, mm. and then the kids. I'm sure you said one time you woke up. It was about three o'clock in the morning. She was on the tablet, right? Yeah, laughing loud and in the. <laughs> I mean, it's not laughing matter, but they they said here that um, the pla these platforms are powered by surveillance, so they can manipulate us and see the things that we we like, yeah. and then start tapping into our psyche. And forcing our hand to do certain things, right? Yeah, we do have to understand, though, that we live in a developmental era. Mm. And things that were acceptable 10 years ago, or weren't acceptable 10 years ago, are acceptable now. People from the 20s looked mm. at people in the 60s and thought, this is outrageous. People in the 60s looked at people in the 80s and thought, this is outrageous. So there's always been that time where someone's thought, this is getting out of hand. 
So we have to take that into consideration. We have to accept change. Mm. But we also need to look at it as a, a method of, are we safeguarding our own? Yeah. Including ourselves. Are we safeguarding our minds? Um, and, you know, other ones like our children or whatever. That... So important. And going back to... The, I, when Jayla came in today, I said, go and get a book and sit down and read it, right? Because I try not to have the television on mm. and try to engage and do certain activities, mm. you know. But sometimes when you are busy, sometimes when you are you have things to do, the easiest babysitter to go to is a television is a tv or a tablet or now and now it's social media mm. you know i don't ever see it on facebook or anything like that but there mm. are other things like tiktok there mm. are other things like snapchat that can draw you in and then mm. before you know it you've been on there three four five hours mm. and got nothing done you know so safeguarding the youngsters really mainly but safeguarding ourselves mm. is really the way to go right yeah definitely yes see you after the break Station. Tune into the George Flavors Reggae Show Wednesdays 9 to 11 UK 5 to 7 Eastern AllFlavorsRadio.com Tell him Eve's Lewis say so To all quail lovers from around the world Come join DJ Naiji for two hours of solid quail music Right across the genres Cadence music, Zook music, Audrell music, Lacomet Anything quail It will be broadcast right here on All Flavors Radio With your host DJ Naiji With a short year show 8pm to 10pm GMT Each and every Saturday See you there You're listening to AllFlavorsRadio.com Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party 12 to 2 And the Vibe Show Tuesdays 8 till 10 on All Flavors Radio. Flavorsradio.com, the people's number one station. Best music, the best presenters, the best station. Oh, here, baby, we are there with. Hey, we come to a lot of Back online, hi there. We just have a call online. Hi, uh, Natasha, it's Olivia here. Hi, Olivia, how are you doing? I'm fine, how are you? Yes, I'm good, thank you. Great Yourself? music. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine, thank you. Um, great music. Um, I was going to say that um, I heard your piece on the technology yeah. and how um, uh, young children are, are obviously um, taken in. Uh, it's, it's not, uh, I guess it's not their fault, really, because... Um, they're not as they're not as disciplined as adults, but even adults um, um, uh, some uh, have a tendency uh, to do or think negatively, like uh, paranoia increases. I mean, especially around the COVID uh, period um, mm -hmm. when there's lockdown, and there's a lot of people who are paranoid about this, that, the other. And as he as he mentioned that. Um, uh, fake news was um, going around, and yeah. it was just feeding into people's um, fe people's fears. So um, I guess I, I guess um, uh, I don't know how how do you stop yourself? Uh, I guess you just have to be you just maybe turn the volume down and, and forget <laughs> your, forget about your phone. I think a lot of the time, a lot of the time as well, because people are going in. Maybe social media. I mean, it's not so yeah. social because there is a screen in between. 
in between you and the people that are on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, when you go in there for likes, for instance, if a young girl goes in there, she's had no likes on her picture, she'll start looking at herself in a different way. And yeah. um, it's also a dopamine. When you see yeah. good things, it raises the dopamine levels in the yeah. body. Yeah. And this is why I think a lot of people are addicted. This is why lots of women are taking off more clothes probably to get more likes to yeah. raise those dopamine levels you know it, yeah. it really is a deep deep fountain yeah. and again with the ai and the, the manipulation of people you yeah. know but we like you i think you, you phoned in just um after during the music but um the technology is needed mm. but how do we how do we Control it. How do we regulate it? Exactly. How do we regulate it? Um, how, how do we discipline ourselves? Yes. And the thing is that, um, I mean, we're supposed to, I mean, I, uh, I guess uh, when we were working, you're not allowed to use your phones. I mean, because obviously um, that was something that uh, when mobile phones first came out, everyone were on the phones. And, and uh, so um, offices, um, you're not allowed to use it other than your your private time. Mm. Um, I, and the, the other thing... I mean, I don't, I don't uh, do social media. I do WhatsApp, okay. but still, um, uh, Facebook. I've never been on Facebook. I don't do Facebook and um, other things. It's like I've only recently uh, done. Um, I think it was tweeting, tweeting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I've kept my Twitter. Yes. <laughs> See, it's I don't know, isn't it? But, Twitter. Yeah. yeah. It's quite an yeah, so, yeah, it's, uh, so I. I've kept myself away from certain things because mm. um, um, I know that it's going to eat into my time. Yeah. And um, I've, I've, I think, done it on purpose. But, but that's a personal thing. But do you think, uh, do you think um, Olivia, that even though you're not on Twitter, you're not on um, Instagram, but you are on WhatsApp? Yeah. And again, that is another social media platform. It is run by the Facebook group. So they, too, through that, can, can log and see what we're actually doing as well. Yes, and uh, I mm. think recently uh, my phone has been turned off. Okay. But um, I don't know, somehow, I uh, because I wanted to get the f um, photos, you know, like sometimes you take photos, and I, I don't usually take photos from my phone. Um, mm. I have a, a, a proper camera. And uh, I think I had to take some photos because I, I, I didn't have a scanner, so I had to sync my photos, my camera and my computer. My, uh, computer. Mm. And uh, my phone is usually, uh, the volume is always turned down, it's always turned off. Okay. Well, uh, so, yeah. And, uh, and I, and, uh, and I realised that on my, on my computer screen, he was telling me someone is calling me. I'm thinking, wow. what? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so so. Um, I didn't even realise that, um, you know, it's the computer is letting you know, hello, your phone is Yeah, everything is <laughs> Everything's synced now. Everything's synced together, isn't it? Yeah. You know, but, so. Uh, I mean, I, I only synced them because I needed to. And mm. um, it, was, it, was, uh, it wasn't um, done on purpose. Yeah. It was, it was um, a, a work thing. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yes, it's, uh, unfortunately, um, I mean, we... Uh, we as adults, we have to keep children away from um, certain types of technology. I mean, I kept my son away yeah. from certain types of technology, but um, but then I realised that he wasn't really, he didn't have um, that much in common with the other children. Okay. Because everybody had um, the phones this and, and that and yeah. phones and this, that, the other. So um, I allowed him, uh, you know, I bought him a Nintendo Switch 
last year. Mm. But um, I mean, this is not. Uh, but he's. I made sure that he couldn't do it through the computer, or it's not. Um, he he didn't. Um, he couldn't log into it. Okay. It was just. Uh, it was just like handheld. Yeah, just to like a, a, a like games. a game. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he can't go beyond that. Okay. So, uh, um, but um, um, it's it's a double-edged sword. Um, yeah. You know, is uh, how how much do you stop? And so I I did it only because I needed him to make friends and communicate more with other children mm. his age, and he's being bullied. So um, I thought, what's the best way for him to um, communicate with um, others of his age? Mm. And so it, it was. Um, it was so you get drawn into it. You get drawn into yeah. it as a parent. But... I mean, I know. And uh, on during his parties, I would t- say to all parents, uh, no electronic games. No no one is allowed phones, electronic mm. games, no children, that, that is. And I don't want to see children with electronic games. Mm. So, I think but, it's such um, a, a challenge because as, as um, parents, obviously, you want your children to fit in, but you have to obviously... Yes. Um, kind of find the middle ground because today technology is a way that children communicate so um, yeah thank you so much Olivia it's been great talking to you thanks for calling in well, thank um, you so much and I, I was laughing when I, I heard that um, you had a little person getting into your phone I mean my son <laughs> he, he cracked the code on my phone um, so many times they're very clever oh my god so we could all regulate it we do have to regulate what, what we're allowing our, our youngsters to see yes yes so, Olivia, thank you so much and, thank um, you and, and please carry on and it's this brilliant show thank you thank bye. you have a good evening bye you too bye it's so true like it's hard to um find that middle ground a lot of children now have got um social media have Ooh. got phones like you make that rule as a parent now you can't have a phone till 16 but really maybe that younger worked, from seven may, now yeah, we have it. maybe so, that worked yeah. years ago but now what is the right age to yeah. introduce these things to the children so we'll ask you that question what is the right age to introduce uh, technology to our youngsters call in 07895 134713 that's 07895 134713 so Alicia mm-hmm. Lily, next thing is we spoke earlier about this lockdown maybe coming into place right yeah so there was an article that I saw and it spoke about social connection and that it's the strongest proactive factor for depression. So if we end up going into this lockdown again, people are going to get more depressed. People are going to go into even more of a, friend, a frenzy than they have been up until this point. Okay. Your thoughts? My thoughts are, for one, I completely understand mental health. We spoke about this last yes. week. But I feel like as a nation Mm. in this country, we find it very hard to follow the rules. Okay. And I feel like that's what's pushed us in the direction that we're going in. Mm. And I think because certain people wanted to re-boost the economy or whatever, um, they made decisions too quickly, too early, too prematurely. Mm. Hence why we're going into a state of lockdown again what I did find was um find interesting someone sent me something uh yesterday actually and it was so you know all the pubs and everything is closing at 10 o'clock yeah someone sent me something that said parliament bars are exempt from the 10 p.m curfew really 
That's quite interesting. Yeah, but then it was a bit, we spoke about something, the six-person rule, but mm. then 30 people could go out if they were going hunting. Well, apparently they're scrapping that. Right, but, you know, so you can go and kill someone, but only six people, the standard people, can get together. Mm. You know, so it's just one law for one and one law for another. Well, it is. It's always been that way. But I just mm. think if... <clears throat> If we are going to get past this, yeah. everybody has to play their part, including the rulemakers, mm. the lawmakers, because it seems like all of us little people are being put in a position of, you know, like the little old man, that's wife has died and his children live in another part of the country and only has his local, you know, pub to go down and have a pint once and mm. every now and again, is now going to be stuck back inside He's going to get lonely and depressed. No yeah. one thinks about those people. Mm, you Malcolm. know, Little Malcolm. But it's, yeah. it's, it's things like that. It's like everyone, we said this before, everyone's cut, not everyone, that's such a generalisation, I shouldn't say everyone, but some people think, oh, I'll be fine. Um, I've got a cough. I'm, I've not got corona. And even if I do have corona, I'll be fine. Yes. Not everyone else. You might be fine. Mm. <laughs> but the other hundred of us are going to get, stuck in our houses for the next 60 days or however long it's going to be i'm not sure but socially how then if this is the case if we because i even read something recent um i think it was yesterday that if you're not in the same household you know that whole thing Mm. but that happened right at the start even that's going to be uh put into play so what's going to happen there you know Um, no cross but they have said before that they were gonna cut that that out you can't meet people outside of your own household mm. so they have said that before that they're going to cut that out um but we all need that social connection in order to function at a decent level right facetime or we facetime it's not the same as it as as that physical seeing that person you know as it's that not physical the same, but what would you prefer connection. being able to see someone on facetime for a month or two months or not being able to see anybody we went through that though we've been through this whole situation already yeah and we got through it fine well i used to I'm sneak not, out i'm, I sneak, I'm, I'm sorry i'll sneak out and come and saw kids because i was like bond this forget it right <laughs> i i'm i don't you know there's so much mm. physical contact that you need is what by saying that by not having that social connection, that it does affect people. But you still do have the social because we have to go to work. And even though they said, and this is what I found, mm. even though they've said, if you can work from home, continue to work from home, or go back to working from home, mm. management's not doing that. No. no. Management's not saying, oh, it's fine. They've said you can work from home. Go back. It shook everything and up, didn't it? work from home. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So some people still have the social aspect of, of work, which is one point that they did make when they said, um, but is that social? It's just your colleagues. And no, it is social. With your colleagues, like, it really is social. Does, does it add to your mental health? That I think it does. When I <laughs> came back from mat leave the first time, and even the second time when I come back from mat leave in my new job, mm. that couple of hours just around adults, yeah, made a difference. Okay. Okay. It did make a difference. Um, regardless of whether you like your colleagues or not, but I think it's just for that mental break from your 
just home the everyday, environment. Yeah. yeah. Because so being stuck in house was hard as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Like, it was. although everything was in good ship shape and fancy fashion, mm. you know, there's you cl- were climbing the walls after a certain amount of time. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. What do you think out there, listeners? What what are your points and your views on being so that social connection? Do we need to be socially in someone's presence to be connected mm. or does it work by um social you know on phone or whatsapp or facetime exactly <laughs> so they can see what you're doing media. it's so you you know it's yeah. it's a lot it's a lot let us know 07895134713 so that's social connection what are your thoughts on that you know so I, I don't know you know another thing I do think I think there's a lot of scaremongering that's going on mm. at the same time but I did hear something um was it yesterday where they said that no it was today that we've officially reached over one million deaths mm. um in relation to corona but then on the flip side of that something that's not being broadcast in the media and this is where i talking about the scaremongering. Yeah. Nobody has covered the amount of Muslims that have been killed in China. Yes. They've yeah. surpassed the the Holocaust deaths Jeez. now. And that's what makes me sometimes think, are we being force-fed this information about COVID-19 to kind of distract us from Ooh. whatever else is happening? There's a lot going on. Or are on. they joint? Are they happening at the same time? But it's just they need to choose which one's going to make more you know, which one's going to affect people more, which one's going to make people a bit more compliant, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, Because there is so, like you said, there's so much going on in the media and so much going on that's not in the media. Yeah. It can can become a bit overwhelming. So is it smokescreen then? Uh, Is all this whole situation a smokescreen to to keep us oblivious to the things that are happening? I don't think so. I think this is the only instance where I actually think that because this is only this is something that affects the masses, mm. that's why it's out there. But my, but De Carlo was saying that in Germany, it's so it's not like this. Yeah, because they're, they're functioning. Clean. <laughs> they're clean, right? Look at the people. What do you mean that, by that? In clean. this country, we find masks on the floor. So mm, they've told us we true. have to wear masks. Yeah. But they haven't provided hazardous waste bins, extra hazardous waste bins. If you come into the hospital, there's a waste there's a waste disposable for, for recycling, food disposal, um, gloves, masks, anything that's come in contact with anybody. Mm. And paper. That's in a hospital. And if you're telling people in the public to wear that same protective equipment outside... Yeah. Where is the provision for that waste? That shouldn't be going in public waste. That's where you find masks on the floor. I'm sure when we spoke to um, um, Uncle Beauty's friend that's from Germany, mm. she made she said, no, we don't have that problem. Yeah. They're cleaner. They mm. had to retell us in hospital to wash our hands. That's, that's in the, the hospital. Norm. <laughs> so it's, it's a, again, it's the mindset. It's a different way that people think that how you've been brought up that how your mentality is you know that this is a a a time where sickness is rampant yeah so you would think okay let's be a bit more 
forthcoming and sensible with it, and you still got people throwing masks and gloves on the floor. So, so I'm not again, really shocked. Well, I mean, looking at ourselves, we we know that how we function, mm. but it's again not always. It's like when you're driving a car. It's not the way you're driving, but you've got like, two cars that, yeah. down to see how they're driving the car mm. in order to be safe. And yeah. it's the same same thing there. Yeah. You know, so much to think about, isn't it? So much to think about, audience. Lovely people out there. So what do you think? What are your thoughts? Give us a call. 7 Tune in to the George Flavors Reggae Show, Wednesdays, 9 to 11 UK, 5 to 7 Eastern, allflavorsradio.com. Tell him Eve Lewis say so. To all quail lovers from around the world, come join DJ Nigel for two hours of solid quail music right across the genres, cadence music, zook music, quadril music, lacomet, anything quail. It will be broadcast right here on All Flavors Radio with your host DJ Nigel with a short year show, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. GMT, each and every Saturday. See you there. You're listening to allflavorsradio.com. Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party, 12 to 2, and The Vibe Show, Tuesdays, 8 till 10, on All Flavors Radio. Allflavorsradio.com, the people's number one station. Best music, the best presenters, the best station. Shouting out to Bev out there. Yes, Miss Independent indeed. Okay. And Mel, too, online on WhatsApp. So, yes, the discussion so far has been a social dilemma. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's another side to that because there's always two sides to a coin. Yeah. Right? And why, at this time, do they feel it necessary to highlight these issues to people? That's Um, the first thing. Because I think... Sorry, because I think that people are becoming so engrossed in it that they're worried about what can potentially happen. Okay, yeah. So, you know, two sides to every single coin, right? But we've got some questions here to throw out to you all out there. So does the way that he or she treats you, does that show how they feel about you? That's one question. Yeah. All right. Does the way that they treat you show the way that they feel about you? Okay. And also, is there stigma? No, not that one. Should DNA testing be mandatory at birth? Now, come and join us in the chat room and tell us what you think. Should DNA testing be mandatory at birth? And does the way he, she treats you show the way that they feel about you? What are your thoughts on those? First question, does the way. Does the way he treats you? I think no. Okay. I think there's two sides to the coin. Mm. Um, and the first side of the coin is there's a scripture that says um, that a man must treat his wife how he, he treats himself, love his wife as he loves him himself. Yeah. What if that man does not love himself? How if he's got issues with himself in in you know his confidence or just he has a lot of self-hate 
how is he then going to be able mm. to show love to that person? That doesn't mean he hates that person. He doesn't hate her or he may be showing, oh, I love this woman so much and buys her loads of gifts and da 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 But actually, it's he emotional. physically doesn't... Is it emotionally attached? Emotionally, yeah. Mm, yeah. So there's that side of the coin or there's the other side of the coin where... Yeah, the way that he... Sh- <laughs> shows you that he yeah. feels about you is the way that he he feels, he feels about you or yeah. she feels about you you know and not really if that's the case what do you do in that situation obviously if we don't love ourselves because it starts with loving ourselves first right yeah before expecting love from anybody Someone else, else. Yeah. but if you know deep down yeah, that's the way that he treats you shows how he feels about you. Because like you said, he could be buying you flowers. He could be um, whining and dining you yeah? mm. and beating you behind closed doors. Yeah, exactly. You know. But so... does that mean he loves you? He beats me because he loves me. <laughs> you know, some women, I know it's actually not funny. Some women no, do not, feel sorry. that is a, it is a way mm. he loves me so much that this is how he treats me. Well, it's that self-love and not being disrespected, not allowing that disrespect. But then... But what, if it, what if she doesn't, or he... Doesn't know any better. What, yeah. Because a lot of women, a lot of, we say she, what if she gets beaten? But it happens to men as well. Yeah, it does. It does. I remember watching this um, film once, it was a while ago, and the wife was actually abusing her husband. And when he told people, they wouldn't believe him. They'd laugh at him. They'd literally laugh at him and say, you know, she, he had a mark on his face. Where'd you get that old um, Sylvia beat me? And they'd laugh, oh, man up, you know, do this, whatever. And, yeah, literally, that she, he was being abused by his wife and it was only nearer the end when she threw him through a window. Oh, my goodness. That wow. he was believed by the police because he's a man. We've spoken about this. I think we spoke about it last week with Anthony Yeah, we, as well, we were going to... Um raise this issue on another show because I think that it is a topic that needs to be a topic just on its own. Yeah. Um yeah. when it comes to the stigma behind how Do men they... are treated mm. in mm. comparison to how women are treated with those kind of issues, mental yeah. health and DV and stuff like that. Um but yeah, I think because even to go into the second question, should DNA testing be mandatory at birth? Mm. I feel like that's also a one-sided um, issue. Yeah. You know, I think that a lot of that can cause a lot of distrust within yeah. a relationship. I personally don't agree with it. I think why are you DNA testing? You should have confidence in that person to think that they haven't you know, stepped out on you or whatever. Mm. But also, if there is that distrust there, yeah, then... What can you do? If you don't trust someone, how can you even maintain anything? Mm. It's very hard to maintain something if you don't trust someone. And I remember you t- telling me that story about the guy that he split up with his wife and they went. Yeah, so he... This was on Instagram, I saw this story. Um, mm. He... They was together, they got married, they had a, a child together and she was two, year, two years old and they ended up getting separated and they mm. would divorce him. And he went and got a paternity test to see if she was his child. And the paternity test come back and it, it showed that he wasn't the father of the, the baby. But then he says, 
I'm not going to tell her. Why? Because she's my daughter. That makes no sense to me. What did you do the paternity test for in the first place then? Because if you've if you're claiming her as your own, you don't need a piece of paper to prove it because you've already claimed that she's yours. Mm. Are you doing it to have something to hold over the mum's head or what was the purpose of it? But what happens if there's something wrong with the child? What happens in that situation then? Because obviously they're going to go, you know, not that the, any issues, organ donor or whatever mm. might come up. There may be that issue, but then tackle that when it when it comes. Mm. Because if he's not going to tell her, the mum still doesn't know that he's not the father of the baby. But she or might maybe do. she does. Yeah. But she just doesn't know that he doesn't. That he but knows. is that wrong even? If you know. <laughs> this, this goes back to the question we asked last week about is it wrong to withhold that information mm. from the dad? Yeah. Yeah. So lots of strains and, you know, mm. things in those questions. So what are your thoughts out there? These are thoughts for you to answer. So come and join us in the chat room. And um, yeah, let's let's further this conversation. O seven eight nine five one three four seven one three. O seven eight nine five one three four seven one three. I have a question. Oh, someone's calling. Here we go. In. Someone's calling in. Whoops. Oh, they've gone. Oh, hang on. Oh, never mind. I have a question. Yeah. And I think I know the answer to this question. Mm. Um, why is it? that when women get to a certain age, there's this stigma about them being mothers. So, like, for example, at, at the age of 35, you're automatically seen as high risk. Oh, so this call. Hello? 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 Hi. Yeah. Slightly delayed. <laughs> Are we delayed? Yeah, but as, as into your conversation. Yeah. Yes. Um, hi, my name's DeCarlo. <laughs> hi, DeCarlo. <laughs> yeah, as you say now, um, as your conversation, you're talking about um, paternity and so on. Yeah. Okay. It is important. I believe it is important. Every woman knows what they've done and I'm not being I'm not trying to be malice or anything every woman knows yeah. just how she's known about her menstrual cycles with everything all her life she would know who is the father or not mm-hmm. we, we watched Maury and Maury's like you are not the father that is <laughs> yes, many times. come on yeah. that is stage mm. every woman knows but does okay. she? Does she? I know. That I I, I recall on Molly, one woman she had copulation with two guys. Mm-hmm. She got pregnant with twins, but for some reason, both the the men were the child's were yeah, the child of each father. Happen. It's good TV. Just like you talking about social media itself. Yeah. Come on. But it if can happen. Oh, you are the father. If they kept on saying you are the father, people would be like, ah, oh, child. We never watch this, right? <laughs> they need drama. Okay. People need drama. Yeah. Maury, okay, all them kind of shows, uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey, look, Oprah Winfrey would buy somebody a house or buy a car. Or, all these shows are giving as well as taking. Mm. Okay. Okay? So they, they, look, they take your money, 
but they mm. give somebody has to be rewarded for something. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you get all, all these people on the Maury show, and if you notice, the majority of the the, the, the people that were um, people know the baby fathers were black. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh. A lot of them were. Yeah. So it, mm. that goes into another category. Mm. But as you say, you mentioned about um, man the father paternity at the same as, as well, which I applaud you on because what is missed nowadays is the man side of things. It's yeah. always, I was watching something the other day and they're trying to bring out this new law about, you know, women being like, um, was it like approached in a certain way and I forgot what the name was I totally forgot I watched it the other day and it's like listen I'm all for women's lives trust me I'm all for that but there there comes a fine line Mm. we're getting to that stage where like for instance I mean you come and you've seen David Chappelle and people want to be a cat you know what I mean? And mm. you know, you have the right to be a cat and be named as a cat. You understand? You have the right. To... We're in a society where, listen, even down to pedophilia is becoming just more mm. open. Regular. It's open. Mm. It's out there. It was yeah. just on the news again about uh, um, Instagram and Facebook that was selling. Mm. There, there are um, people in, Co- in Iran and Kuwait they're mm. selling um, their cleaners. They're selling them on on a, on a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on an app. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So you know, are, are we heading? It, it, are we heading it, for that's dystopia? Another, that's another kettle of fish. But what you were talking about, mm. understand? Media. You listen. Media isn't good if it hasn't got lovely, jubbly, juicy news. Yeah, I agree. Plain and simple. If it ain't juicy. People don't want to know. Okay. Only just last night, sorry, I don't want to go too long. Only just last night, they were talking about Trump, on Channel 4, and what he was doing um, with um, with certain states and over 3.5 million black voters, Mm. how he deterred them, wrote them down, had them on the list. So Mm. it's all social media, it's all about conspiracy. You mentioned about uh, I don't want to go too much into the pandemic. Yeah. Okay. But on that level there as well, if you look, if you're the government and you state a lie, you okay. have to make it work. Mm. Wow. You have to make it work. Okay. There's people out there because you think about it. Okay. If this wasn't Boris, if Boris didn't get in, would we be in a pandemic now? Ask that question. Nobody's asking that question. Oh, what do you if think out there, people? Conservatives did not get in. Yeah. Would Corona be in in this in this, in right out right now? Oh, because you notice, as soon as Boris has come in, right, and as soon as what's in him, Mr. Tweeter, Mr. Trump, mm. okay, as soon as those types of people, like it's like a chess game. You've got certain people now, all of a sudden now, unleash the beast. Mm. Wow. Remember, most of the most of the world's trade comes from England, comes from from the UK yeah. as well. Yeah, so uh, America is a high power. Okay, so is Europe, and so is Britain. Britain wants to go alone, but they they're not gonna they're, they're gonna suffer other than that. But that's me. But that's yeah. no more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for calling in and raising those points because maybe we don't really discuss or go deeper into these things and we should do and we should feel free about speaking about these Mm. issues you know um why why don't we why don't we go into these deep issues bye Bye. (laughs) take care thank you thanks for your call
why don't we go deeper into the issues? Is mm. that your question, or is yeah, that yeah? Just I'm just I'm just yeah, rhetorical question for us to think about. Really, mm. did you have something to say on that? I think there's a fine line between what's accepted mm. to talk about and then what is too far to talk about. Because even in these times, freedom of speech has really been cold, it hasn't it? It does not exist. I you don't know? think it exists. If freedom ex of speech existed, you would be able to say certain things out loud, which I will not say out loud, mm. but you'd be able to say certain things out loud and not be penalised for your opinion. Yeah, and someone sent me a survey today, actually, and it was about a woman, and her her manager was being racist. Mm. She called them out. Okay, we got another call coming in. One minute. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Hi, Anthony. How are you doing? I am wonder and fool. <laughs> wonder, wonder and fool. That's very good. <laughs> What's your Fair point, again? my dear? Oh, you know what? I've actually forgotten your question. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were quite a few. There were a few. Um, okay. what, what, there was one on DNA testing. There was also one on um, does the way that he treats you show how he feels about you? There was oh, that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Or there was one, one social dilemma. Oh, social dilemma, yeah. Mm. Social dilemma will take forever to fix that one. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's about monetization and power control, mm. attention grabbing, and how they can keep you on your devices yeah. the longest, mm. you know. Um, what I actually was interested in is about um, the whole commitment and um, self-worth and self-respect issue in relationships. Okay. So I, so what I would just say is that I was watching with Houston today, and um, it just brought it home to me in the song of Judge Benson, Greatest Love of All, like, learning to love yourself is the greatest Absolutely. love of all. You cannot give what you don't have. Yes. And if you don't have self-worth... Uh, actually, I, I just finished watching a new series. Well, it's not, I don't know, I've just seen it. I, I saw first episode, Too Hot to Handle, on Netflix. Okay, um, where they had a bunch of hotties together on a wonderful island and these guys thought they'll be having fun all through until the plot twist was that there's no sex and no self-gratification okay. and no touching. You know, it was, and they put them through challenges and if they abstain, they win 100 grand. And every time somebody kiss, they lose like three grand. If they have sex, they lose like 20 and things like that. Mm. You know, so it was very interesting. So I was trying to say, and in that program, there were girls who later come okay to understand that, you know, they respect their noni and nobody is taking advantage of it because they know their work. Absolutely. So, that is what it is, that you cannot give what you don't have. And mm. you only you only become what you know. Okay. You know, if you've never been uh, being shown what love is or... But can you learn that yourself? Can you learn love? love, even though you may not have been shown it? Because you might crave that. And then you'd be able to give, like, well, you've not been shown it but there must be somewhere in us that has that love yeah i think so. we must be able to learn it if it's not in the family home then there might be someone else that's that's a, um, has substituted for the love that we didn't get at home 
you know? Yeah, overcompensation from, like, daddy issues yeah. and all that stuff and toxic masculinity, you know. Um, I think as also we, society tends to misinform youth. Like, when I, youth, so like, when I listen to records, I hear kids talking about love, but they talk about sex yeah. and lust, you know, and, and promiscuity, and they think that's love, and I think that's another problem. We yeah. have miseducated our younger generations and there's no chivalry there's no like dating courting yeah. you know everything is instant you know you just want self-gratification everything yeah. so i think those are probably the, the the problems where when people go out into the world is it millennial okay I, yeah that's the new I terminology always, i always always get conscious with that like you know kids born from the 90s say 98 2000 they probably never use typewriters or even know what a old a home telephone is if it doesn't swipe left, you know. Mm. You know, there are lots of things that we actually indict with probably what dial up internet is, you know. So you know we have to wait for ages before we get a dial up and get on the internet and, mm. and wait maybe like for two minutes before we can click the next page. So I think Things have changed, and kids now have just gotten everything so easy, being educated through bad celebrity role models and yep. uh, celebrity love island and all that, you know, bad TV. So does it, it starts from the home, doesn't it, really, to a degree? That's the problem. It starts from there, but we would been said that those values that we had before are old values, but are no, they they're really? Not, they're not old values. Are they all. old values, or is it? Is there a morality behind these things? You know, so that's what we've got to think about. Thank you so much for calling in, Anthony. You're welcome. Right. Have a wonder and full day. You, you have too. a wonder and full day too, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Take care. Bye. Bye. So yeah, it's just. I think. Anthony mentioned things like Love Island and um, shows like that. And I think they are the reason why the younger mm. generation don't know what love is. There's this, there's this, things are supposed to happen overnight. Yeah. Three days and people are falling in love. And it's then, not even overnight. You meet someone in a club, like I've seen on films, they've met right in the club there and they find... A yeah, somewhere, that's you not know. love, is it? Like, of course it's not. Look at, look at the relationships of, of, of back in the day. Like, we know, for example, we talk about little Malcolm. He's an older guy. He was 87 last week. Shout out to Malcolm. Hi, Malcolm. <laughs> and he um, met his wife when he was quite young. And he's still so... Like, when you hear him talk about her, yeah. you hear the love when yeah. he talks about her. Yeah. And then you, you see other examples of older people that, oh, yes, we met when we were 18. Mm. You know, they got married when they were last. 18. Yeah. And that was it. Like, things like divorce and divorce court, paternity court, every type, mm. type of court. It was, no, yeah. if we have an issue... We fix it. You're vex, I'm vex, go to sleep, we'll wake up and we'll love each other in the morning. Yeah, but you said the other day that I know what I said the other day. <laughs> don't, go to, don't go to say it's been an exasperated state, I know. But I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Those relationships were built solid. Mm, mm, mm. Even I know some people who have been in arranged marriages and... No, I didn't, know, I didn't know my husband before we got married, but they've been together for 20, 30, 40 years. Yeah, yeah. And now people think, oh, I met him on Tinder. You met him on Tinder? 
Well, it's the one that you said the other day about she'd split up with her fellow a month and she'd met someone else after oh, that time. Oh, my app. Yeah. <laughs> I love that app you so know. much. And she, she, yeah. But then that raises the question, mm. how... Because men do it, I think. They break up with the woman yesterday and today they're with someone else okay. and that relationship seems to work. But if a woman does that, they broke up with their man two, three months ago and now they want to move on. But it's like, but you just broke up with your man. Like, Ooh. don't you need time to heal? No. <laughs> Why can't, why can't I move on as quick as a man can yeah. move on? Oh, so there's so always many questions, guys. either way. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to combat that oh, in another show, won't we? Love love has many, many topics, I think. It does. It love does. has many, many topics. Just even, what is it? What is love is a vast array yeah. of ideas and thoughts, isn't it? Yeah. You know. But hold that thought. Let's see. We don't know. The People's Station. If you're in your car... And a child ran out in front of you, right now. Could you stop? Think. Slow down. Have you ever wondered what therapy is, and even considered using a therapist? Here on All Flavors Radio, we're inviting you to listen to some therapeutic approaches, which you may find useful. Join me, Darnell, for a taste of therapy on All Flavors Radio on Thursdays, 10pm GMT, with DJ Caddy. Club Zook mashup session with Ninja Man Lloyd. Thursdays 8 to 10, Saturdays 2 to 4, Sundays 10 to midnight. Zook mashup session on allflavorsradio.com. Anuale! Tune in to the George Flavors Reggae Show. Wednesdays 9 to 11 UK, 5 to 7 Eastern. Allflavorsradio.com. Tell him Eve's Lewis say so. To all quail lovers from around the world. Come join DJ Naiji for two hours of solid quail music right across the genres. Cadence music, Zook music, Quadril music, Lacomet, anything quail. It will be broadcast right here on All Flavors Radio with your host DJ Naiji with a short year show, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. GMT, each and every Saturday. See you there. You're listening to AllFlavorsRadio.com. Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party, 12 to 2, and the Vibe Show. Tuesdays 8 till 10 on All Flavors Radio. AllFlavorsRadio.com, the people's number one station. Best music, the best presenters, the best station. Don't call no more, don't that phone no more. Maybe there's something wrong with his phone. Or maybe it's morning and the grill is gone. And I'm not sure if I'm still respected. And I'm not in a rush to be rejected. Not by Tony. Tony don't care no more, he doesn't want me there no more, mm, I just want to know what I did wrong, damn it's a make a real good song, and I don't have these nights too often, I wish you could take my mind off them, but I really like Tony, and he wasn't just some regular guy. Today's even more attractive. 
but I really miss Tommy. Then Tommy called me one day. He said that he just called to say hey. And it wasn't until he called me back that I realized I needed more than that. I'm a lot wiser and a little older. Hey, baby, it was nice to know ya. Goodbye, Tommy. Still, he wasn't just some regular Shout out Joy McKay and all the chat room listeners. Mark from Brennan, who's on from 10 till 12. And also DJ Laro on from 8 to 11. George Flavors and everyone on TuneIn in the All Flavors Radio app. Smoothest melody for your love, yeah, I'm an addict. 
to bring your love back And baby never leave We can blow some trees Wavy like the seven seas I feel like I'm falling All the matches I push you away I keep falling in love Think about her every day Wanna get lost in love Now I'm scared Cause I don't know who to trust I feel like I'm falling All the matches I push you away I keep falling in love Think about her every day Wanna get lost in love But I'm scared Cause I don't know who to trust I don't know who I'll be there for you. True friends always No one can break now what we have for each other. Oh. Boy, you're like my brother. I'll always be there, cause I love you. Oh, oh. I'll be here, baby.
come surf my wave, got drip like ocean, third eye open, loud pack bro, reflect when smoking, remember the days ain't ocean. shit, nowadays nothing but progress, create, level, mix, focus, compress, delay, then process, master them, I hear my like hotel, mine on goals, sidestep those who are whole shitting down like vulture, if it ain't money we talking, that's time wasted, I just want work, I don't want waiting, I just want perks, don't go church, so I don't sing praises, man just lay my verse, let the vocals work, collect all the earnings and lay it, patience, don't know it's all about patience, it's all about the patience, taking my time, never in a rush, keep it on the high, patience, see me grinding for my freedom, too many lies and I see them Man will say he's your day one Till the day comes was a cheap and I don't believe him I just stay in my zone Stay on my J's and my J's Open my third eye spectrum clear Can't take my spirit away From top like it's bird time Emphasis on my third time Second and first on my firm grind Can't lose like I'm cheating Go hard for this whole time And even then I know I'll go far like zone fight Oh yes, Sounds of Black Lotus there, featuring Carlo, and also Anthony Everest played earlier, as well as Teresa J, all live and unsigned artists that are based here in the UK. You're going to be hearing a lot more from these guys on the station, and you know that this is a station that features live and unsigned artists. So if you are a live and unsigned artist out there, please feel free to contact us on allflavoursradio.com, and surely we can hit you up with some great uh, with some airplay and getting you out there in the public domain. Also shouting out to George Flavours in the chat room, Joy McKay, Mark Philogene, who is on from 10 till 12 tonight, and DJ Lara from 8 till 10 and all the other All Flavours Radio DJs. Okay, so Alicia, the time really always goes so fast when we're in here, doesn't it? It really does. Really you know. Does. I just think, I just thought um, going on from what we was talking about earlier mm. about um, men loving themselves and you having to love yourself before you can know what love is, um, there was something interesting that you mentioned about the vocabulary that one uses. Yeah. What was that about? So when we speak certain things to ourselves, so it goes right back to what you're saying about lo- the love of oneself. So when we speak negatively mm-hmm. or negativity into our lives, mm-hmm. like if you say, oh, that bad thing always happens to me, yeah, that bad thing is always going to happen to you, yeah. right? Because you've put that out there. Whereas when you speak positivity into your life, I love myself. I look. I tell. I look in the mirror and tell myself I love myself. Yeah. I say I am love. I say I'm. I am beautiful. Oh well. Right. Oh, you are love. We have little one in the studio with us, and she's been doing so well up until that point. Not really. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's nothing wrong. And I saw a point today as well. A woman, Michelle Raymond, her name is, and she's a public speaker. Mm-hmm. And she said, it was an email. She said. When someone gives you a compliment, how do you take it? Yeah, I've heard this. Because when someone tells you something negative about yourself, you take all take that stuff on, on board. Mm-hmm. But what about when they tell you something positive about yourself? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, don't say that. Yeah. You know, it's the truth. Accept it and embrace it. Yeah. You know? Someone else said that. Someone's like, what do you do when someone says to you, oh, your hair looks good? Oh, well, yeah, it's just, you know... It's just... <laughs> 
flung it in a bun. Or, <laughs> I really like that dress you've got. And, oh, this old dress. Oh, yeah. It's... <laughs> so it is literally, we are a society... We, we're not able to take on positivity. Why we are able to take it on? We but, are, but yeah. you know, it, it seems to be that the first point of call is to always rebuff positivity. Yeah. With, oh no, you can't be being that positive to me because that's not mm. normal. Do you know what I mean? So, I think um, we have to make it part of normality, though, don't we? If we're not, yes. not if we're not used to that, mm. then the you game. know, yeah, we changed. The game can be to change, you know, because mm. those football players don't go on if they lost last week playing the same strategy that they they played in order to, to win because they're going to lose again. Yeah, Arsenal. Because, sorry. <laughs> uh, we're not allowed to name teams, oh, sorry. I don't think. Are you an Arsenal supporter then? I am a... Hmm. I don't know. I'm forced... To be an Arsenal supporter <laughs> because my husband is an Arsenal supporter, but I quite favour Man City because I like the coach. Okay. Or the manager. Right, you might have to go outside. Yeah. Um, I'm not really into football, to be fair. Mm. You know, so... Yeah, but ch changing up the strategy. So if something's not working... You change it. We can change. And that is a lovely thing. That's one presupposition that we can always change. Mm. Right, so maybe we weren't brought up in households that had a positive outlook on things. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing wrong in saying, do you know what, I want to have a positive outlook on things and I'm going to have a positive outlook on things. And no, no matter what, because sometimes those negative thoughts do come up, you know. Mm. Do you find that? Yeah, but you also have to be that way inclined, I think. Mm. Like, we've become... Um, people who will look at a situation and say, okay, no, I've got to change my mindset because we've come across that environment. We've come across people who are into self-development um, and, mm. and bettering yourself. But I think sometimes people never come into contact with people who are trying to develop themselves. Yeah, You go to church, Kingdom Hall, mosque, wherever, and some of those people will be sitting there and, and will be like, Do you know what? I'm reading this word because this is helping me better myself. Yeah. Some people are sitting there reading it because this is what you're told to do, mm. and this is how you're told to act, and this is how you're told. So even from that upbringing, there are still people who are stagnant because they're not, they don't understand that these things are put in place to develop us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think... To make us better people. Yes, but I think when you're around people who have a similar mind to you mm. or have that mind where, you know, they do want to have an impact and, and be positive and that kind of thing, that's when you start understanding yeah. what it means to to develop your, your mindset and things like that. Yeah, positive mindset and well-being because that's mm. what it's all about. And especially in these times now. Oh, someone's phoning in. Okay, one, mo one moment. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Just on the topic that you're on. Yes. Is that I look at it as a fact that either you're a follower yeah. or a leader. Okay. Can a follower become a leader? Well, a leader is from uh, following the, on your... Uh, intuition as well as going forward and uh, normally followers are just um, people who do exactly what they're told they're just 
geared that way. Mm, mm. Okay, so we can all change, though, when it comes to having a positive mindset and bettering ourselves. Would you agree? Oh, yes, we, we can all change. I believe that God is the only one who doesn't change. Mm. But there is change, and there's change for positive, and there's change for negative. Okay, it very true. swinging too. Yeah, very, very true. And like it said with the vocabulary, if we are positive, then we will have a much more positive outlook. Mm. in life yeah I, 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 we do um, here the word says if we, you, you, you reap what you sow yeah. most of the time you sow with the words that come from your mouth absolutely yes if you tell yourself I can't which normally means I won't mm. then it won't be done mm. yeah. but if you tell yourself you're capable of doing you know with the, uh, with the help of your um positive spirit yeah. you can do anything that you put your mind to mm, or definitely. your hands to definitely. then you will succeed but mm. if you've already spoken to yourself telling yourself negatively that I can't do this mm. then you won't you fell yeah. before you started haven't you exactly. really exactly when you think of that thank you thanks and it's mum you ain't mum <laughs> yes I'm good I'm good uh, lovely to hear yes, your voice. Yes, have a positive show. Do you Thank have a good you. day? Mm. Good night. Night, night. <laughs> Speak to you later. Bye. Bye, Nana. <laughs> um, it's yeah. funny that you, um, Nana said about when you say I can, mm. you will. When I was writing my report, my pres- my dissertation, throughout my, my first draft, there was a lot of wood. Okay. I would have done this, I would have done that, I would have done this. And the feedback I got from my supervisor was, it sounds very negative. Right. And then when I reworded it into I will, because it's a a dissertation or report is something that is something you want to change, it's an implemented change you want to make in whatever practice you're doing. Mm. By you saying would, you've already defeated yourself. You're saying, oh, COVID-19 happened and it's never going to get done now. Mm. Mm. But by you saying I will, you're putting in place the intent so even though we've got this you know thing Situation. that's kind of put us back yeah you're still going to potentially put this um plan into place yeah and after rewording it and then I gave my second draft in she said it sounded a lot more positive mm. and it's amazing how one word yeah in 10,000 words makes such a difference to Absolutely. the outcome of that that document, yeah. you know what I mean? You're yeah. saying, I can't. I can't climb up that rope in the gym. But have you tried it? Exactly. And even if you try once, it's just like riding a bike. Mm. You can't, a lot of youngsters, they have stabilisers initially, yeah. and then they get stable. You know, a lot of things don't, people don't, aren't able to do things the first time over. You get the, the geniuses is that can, mm. but those are few and far between. So everything good takes time, you know. And when did we become, when do you get to that point where you start saying, I can't do it? Because mm. even when a child is born, they are a blank canvas. Can't yeah. speak any languages until they learn them. Yeah. They can't walk, can't, they are not able to, can't even do <laughs> They are not able to do those things. At that time, yeah. But they learn to crawl, learn to walk, learn yeah. to run, learn to talk. They never turn around and say, no, can't do it. Mm. I can't talk. No. They try, and you see them, they get, you know, with the wobbly feet, fall back down again. Yeah. Wobbly feet, fall back down, and after time, but because they've fallen down, 
they don't sit there and say, wow, wow, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. No, they keep on trying until they get it right. And then lo and behold, they're running around and pulling all the mm. ornaments and everything off the side of the shelf. That is just it. And likewise with us, another, another thing that we can say to ourselves is I am. Mm. I am. But not your job, not the job that you do. Mm. I am health. Mm. Yeah, speak these things into, I am wealth, yes. Speak these things into our lives, all right, but in a positive way. Because the article that I saw this, they said that when people use uh, low vocabulary or negative emotion words, that they tended to have a lower vocabulary. So... Sorry, we're really finishing up the show now, so I can't answer that that call. But, um, yeah, so we want to speak linguist, linguistically with positive words, mm. and that raises, has gives us a higher level of well-being mm. and not a lower level of well-being. And especially in these times, it's not by saying can't, because no, we'll be stuck, yeah. but saying, oh, right, this has happened, how can I make the best of this situation out of a bad situation? Mm. Yeah, and we can. Mm. It can be done. It's very true. You know, you said this on a, a show before. Um, something like a tree, Ooh. it grows from something that's died. A seed is something that's dried out from what was alive before, and Ooh. then you replant that seed, and then it becomes something beautiful like a willow yeah. tree i think willow trees are beautiful and it will become something big like that so mm. you have to understand that everything starts from the smallest point yeah from darkness from darkness yeah yeah or from you know um who was it lots of inventors take the light for instance mm. there was no light in the house they used candles mm. but they needed something better and but he must have thought long and hard about that. Mm. Whoever made the light, say it's Edison, wasn't Edison, was it? No, he took the idea from someone yeah. else. But apparently, he failed a thousand times. Exactly. And it wasn't until the thousand and one mm. that he became successful. There so. you go. Like the baby getting up and trying to walk. How many attempts does it take yeah. to achieve something? And it's in every single one of us as well. Mm -hmm. It is in all of us, mm -hmm. you know, but it's just how we approach the situation, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely. It's how we approach it. So going into the metaphysical quantum laws, mm -hmm. I'm going to look down here and see. We've almost finished them because there are 12, you know, and um, they're really amazing. This one here, I think the law of rhythm harmonised with higher energy meditation mm. Do not be afraid of change. There is time for change and growth. Life is here to teach us a le lesson. Yes. All right? So the law of rhythm, harmonise with your higher energy meditation. I'm not sure if you, you listeners out there meditate or go into your zone mm -hmm. or stay in the vortex. You know, someone people are always trying to pull you out of the vortex. Yes. Stay in the zone. Stay in the zone. All yeah. right? And elevate on that higher level of vibration using vocabulary that are it's a positive positive words positive reinforcement yeah i can i will i am absolutely and you'll see it does change your life mm. it really does because you're not out there being glum and blue and sad and mixed up yeah you're really elevating or operating at a different level mm. what are your thoughts out there Think about that one and we'll tackle that one next week. We were actually meant to speak about um, No White Saviour, 
gratuitous saviors this week, weren't we? We did say that we'd speak about that last week, but we have come very close to the end of the show and we're keeping it light. So we're going to just say a shout out to everyone listening. Thank you for, for joining us tonight, Naturally Lily, and I'm Wimbo, George Flavors, Mark Philogene from Bremen, and Norbert from Castries, and everyone else on TuneIn, and also Blessed from Hayes, Guest 318, Guest 529, Guest 539, Guest 7 from Kleiner Grasberg, I think that's Germany, <laughs> Guest 840, Guest 937, Guest 978, and all everyone listening um, on Instagram as well. We did go live tonight on Instagram, and thank you all so much for your company. And we are on every Tuesday, 6 to 8. Um, after me tonight will be DJ Lara. He's going to be on from 8 till 10. And then Mark Philogene from 10 till 12. But you can catch all of our DJs seven days a week, playing a variety of music, and also speaking on very important topics as well yeah so any last thoughts Alicia Lily um no just keep the positivity going we ended um on that um what was it statement the universal statement of rhythm so to keep your rhythms high and your vibrations high just keep going for that positive self-talk i am i am i am yes and you are beautiful you're awesome thanks for tuning in and we'll see y'all on the other side